Welcome back to the Red Dice Diaries, I'm John and after the music I'm going to talk about a recent OSE Island hex crawl game titled Blood Island that I ran at a small local convention. Okay, so before we get started with the main part of the episode, first of all, let me apologise for the fact that I've not put out any episodes over the last few weeks. It's been getting a little bit mental here. I've barely even listened to any podcasts in the past few weeks. I'm starting a new job. I'm preparing for like two or three cons that I'm going to. I've got numerous games I'm playing and I'm running and that I'm preparing for. My wife set up a new business. All manner of crazy and fun but time-consuming stuff going on. And that unfortunately has not left a lot of time to record podcast stuff. But I'm trying to get a few episodes in the bag now so I can hopefully get back on schedule. But for this episode, as I said before the music, I want to talk about a small local convention that I ran some OSE mini games at. Now, by the time you hear this, because I'm going to try and record a week ahead, it'll probably be a couple of weeks in the past. But as I'm recording this, it was a last weekend. And I was at the Burton Sci-Fi and Fantasy Convention here in the UK. I went to the last one, sort of pre-COVID times. And Bruce Cunningham and myself ran some various RPGs there. Bruce ran some DCC. I ran some, I think it was D&D 5th Ed. Yes, it was, using... Um, Barrow Maze and using like the very simplified 5th edition rules. This time I was asked to go back by the convention organiser, very flattered to be asked back and very happy to do so, and I decided I was going to run some old school essentials because that is pretty much my jam as far as the OSR goes now. And I wanted to do something that was a bit hex crawly since that had seemed to work before when I used Paramaze. You know, we could have different parties going in. They wandered around, they explored the tombs and stuff like that. But I wanted to do something a little bit different. Now, I've been reading the old school adventures reincarnated or original, sorry, original adventures in reincarnated by Goodman Games. I've been reading the Isle of Dread one recently, and I really liked the idea of this sort of tropical island sort of hex crawl. Originally, I looked at using the Dark of Hot Springs Island, which is also a great island supplement, but because I wanted the games to be like one, two hours, so just a little taster sort of sessions, like we do in Games on Demand when I'm at UK Games Expo, more on that later, the Dark of Hot Springs Island seemed a little bit sort of complicated and more than I needed for that particular thing. And also, there's an awful lot of rolling to do in-game. It's great if you're running it online because there's various tools you can use, but it seemed like it was going to be more than I needed. So, essentially, I sketched out a big hex map of a small island with a volcano on it, some mountains around it, couple of rivers, a lake, and the rest of it was pretty much a little swamp, but mostly a big jungle. And I only filled in the sort of the mountain bits because you'd be able to see them from the shoreline and the, the sort of very edges of the map where you just see the outskirts of the jungle. The rough sort of scenario that the players were going for was that a mercantile company had discovered this new island ripe for possible colonization 
and conquest and they were sponsoring parties of adventurers to go onto this island explore it map out the hazards bring back whatever rewards they could etc and the idea being that we'd sort of update the map as it went along the players could write any sort of discoveries they made if they wanted to on the map i printed from drive through rpg some little in-character death certificates so we could give them out i had my little red skull and crossbones ink stamp that i could use to stamp places where people died on the map and the idea was basically we'd get like half a dozen people together you got a couple of hours choose where you want to land on the island in your little boat go onto the island explore it as much as possible get as much loot as you can and at the end of it it would be assumed that any survivors went back to the trade company vessel the first game we ran was for a group of young children so sort of six seven eight and i'm not really very experienced with running games for young kids but that seemed to go really well to make up the numbers my wife hannah sort of joined the group as well and she was quite good at sort of steering them along but largely we left them to their own devices they were very creative take for instance they came across a sort of fire elemental style snake and they asked whether the magic user could sort of curve their floating disc spell slightly to make it into a bowl, pick up this superheated snake and dump it in the cold water of the sea in the, the idea that that would sort of cool it off or turn it to stone. And to be honest, I don't know if strictly speaking you should be able to do that, but you best believe I allowed them to do it in the game. I thought that was really creative and really fun. We had a couple of the, the kids from that playing some of the games later on. We had another two games, which we had a wide range of different age groups playing. We had uh, a number of teenagers, early 20s, sort of playing. We had a fellow who came down from Liverpool, I think was in like his 40s or 50s, and he hadn't played D&D before, but uh, did a bit of sort of world creating and writing, and he really seemed to enjoy it. Everyone really seemed to enjoy it, which was a great thing. Like I said, we only got three sort of games done in the day and yeah that only that's only six hours really but obviously we had to round people up we had to have breaks for dinner and stuff like that and we wanted to wander around and explore the convention even though it's only small it's very enjoyable i've enjoyed it the last time i went and hopefully we'll be asked back next year i was also very pleased that the organizer's son played in the first game and she sent me a photo afterwards saying that he'd been that enthused by the game that when they got home, he'd started like drawing his own sort of grid map and wanted to run them through a game. So that was really encouraging and a sort of positive thing. Like I say, because I don't run many games for young kids, but I had a real blast doing it. Of course, as is my way, I'm massively over-prepped for it. I had like an A5 sheet for each of these six mile hexes or whatever they were on the map with like five to six different encounters they could find if they look for them monster lairs i had random monster charts and things like that and you know what a lot of it i didn't use as is always the way and i was sort of expecting that but i always enjoy the prep anyway and yeah i was a little bit against it more than i'd have wanted to be because i'd expected to have more time but life happened as i've just been saying at the start of this episode and i didn't really have the chance but i managed to get it done we played a very simplified sort of version of osc 
although obviously it's pretty simple anyway the only, i did some random characters i found a bx character creator online and i just like scribbled the ascending armor class and the the melee and range modifiers on it i simplified it so instead of having like oh, 1d4 hit points or whatever at the start you have the same number of hit points but all that meant was that's how many hits you could take so instead of counting off the number of hit points if you took one hit that was one hit point so each attack effectively did one hit point and yeah okay this might sort of uh play down some monsters who have multiple attacks or do massive damage but given the sort of level that this game was running at it seemed appropriate and it just sped things up a little bit and everyone else seemed fine with it i made sure to explain at the start that this was an optional rule that i'd come up with that i was going with and checked it was okay with everyone and everyone seemed to really enjoy it when the last game wrapped up everyone was having a laugh and a joke one of my favorites being the the young lad who became obsessed for some reason that there was a, a castle under the volcano on the island and he was dead set on getting to that volcano unfortunately didn't make it and the the second game where again another young lad they found a small hut belonging to an orc shepherd and for some reason the the young lad started like channeling like 70s cop show like drug bus talk and he literally like kicked open the door like it was the sweeney going in there looking for some contraband and burst into this shepherd's hut which luckily for him didn't have anyone in it but it was still a funny moment there was some great role play and like i said although i don't role play a lot with sort of younger kids and i could see how it would have its own challenges I really enjoyed the day and I'm looking forward to going back next year. Another benefit of all the prep that I've done for this is obviously I've still got it all. So chances are that I might incorporate it into my own campaign world that I'm currently running an OSE campaign in and maybe use it as a future campaign in and of itself or maybe incorporate it into another game in the future. Also, because I've got it written sort of up on the computer, I could always sort of tweak it and neaten it up a bit and maybe make it available on my blog or something, although that would take a little more work, so it won't be done in the near future. So, as I was saying, I'm going to be GMing at the UK Games Expo 2022, which takes place on Friday the 3rd of June up to Sunday the 5th of June, although I'm actually planning on getting down there on Thursday just, you know, chill out and uh, meet people and have a bit of a laugh and a drink and whatever before we get into running games and i'm going to be running some games for games on demand which is masterminded as ever by the force of nature that is lloyd gan and as always we'll be running two hour taster sessions of various different games and there's going to be a few different gms there all with a selection of games where you can just turn up buy a ticket then like one or two pounds or something like that i think and then you can just turn up and play a quick two-hour game yeah in between other games or if you just want to try something a little bit new so if you're at the uk games expo come by and say hello we're normally in one of the suites in the hilton on the first floor or if you're in the uk and you're at a bit of a loose end on between friday the 3rd of june and sunday the 5th of june come along and give us a shout play some games say hello to people etc we'd love to see you there so that's it for this episode thanks very much for listening hope you've enjoyed it 
If you'd like to get in touch, maybe tell us about some games that you've run at cons or about how much prep you do in your games, then you can get in touch with us a few different ways. You can leave us a voicemail message using SpeakPipe or Anchor. There'll be a link in the description of this show. Or you can send us an email to rdrpgpodcast at gmail.com. So until we see you again, take care, stay safe, and whatever you're playing, have fun.